Welcome back to Round Guy Regional Radio. Uh, although I will point out, you still have to p- type in uh, Round Guy the podcast to get it to come up. Anyway, we're uh, going to continue what's getting to be a more popular and more popular uh, uh, feature we got here. Uh, is It's a show we call Day Tripping with Bob DeWitt. Welcome to the program, Bob. Thank you. Glad to be here again. Ready to take some trips. We had snow a couple of days ago, which is hard to believe. So uh, where, where are we talking about today? Well, we're going to start in Clinton, Iowa, uh, the Sawmill Museum. And it, it's a small museum, but pretty neat. It's right on the, pretty much on the riverfront on the other side of the levee. But it's a uh, it just takes a history of uh, the saw or the milling sawmill industry from Wisconsin down uh, into Iowa on the Mississippi River, and it's got some pretty neat displays inside. A little scale model of, of the river, with uh, starting up in uh, Wisconsin all the way down to Dubuque, I believe, and uh, or actually down to Clinton, and. Uh, got some little log cabins inside it's, it's got an actual sawmill inside i don't know how often they run that but it's kind of neat to see and uh, the thing i i liked it's uh, interactive uh where you can sit inside this little uh, it's like something you'd see at a, a, a game stop but you sit inside of it and you're on a log raft going down the river and i mean it's shaking you and moving you and everything but getting wet and i tell you i was in the river quite a bit when i when i did that thing a couple of years ago but it, it's a pretty small museum but a lot in there for for the small the small uh, space and pretty inexpensive i think it's five dollars to get in uh the, I'll give you the website if anybody wants to look it up because they have events there. They have a lot of stuff for kids, uh, so it's kind of interesting to see. And, and the website is thesawmillmuseum.org. And uh, again, it's in Clinton, Iowa. And once you leave there, like I said, it's a small museum, but you cross the bridge into Illinois, and we're going to be in Fulton. And as you cross the bridge, you're going to see a 100-foot-tall windmill. And this windmill was in the Netherlands and brought to uh, Fulton, Illinois, quite a few years ago. I've never been in it. It wasn't open when we were up there. But uh, looking at Fulton City website, it looks like a a pretty neat little, little thing to go in and see. And it's one of the only ones, I think there's 12 working uh, windmills in the United States, and this is one of them, and it's right on the river, so you can't miss it when you're crossing the Mississippi. And there's actually a windmill museum too, which is downtown. But again, we were we were there when it wasn't open yet. So, so a couple things in that area. Uh, the big tourist attraction in Fulton is Heritage Canyon, and I don't know if you've been up there or heard anything about that. No, I haven't. It's, it's an old limestone quarry and uh, built in the mid, mid-1800s, and uh, it, it's where they crushed uh, the quarry rock for, you know, fertilizer and road beds and, and levees, and it was hauled away on trucks and barges and trains, and, and uh, I think around 1954, uh, because of the dynamite, dynamiting 
uh, was damaging both sides of the river. They ceased to do that, and a, a private couple bought the place. And, uh, and it's changed hands a few times. The city took it over a couple of years ago. But the original owners uh, took that canyon and started bringing in little uh little houses and did actually moving some of them in and building some of them there but there's a church there's a blacksmith shop uh it's about 12 acres there's a wood rickety rope uh swinging bridge that you go across to get in and uh just a lot of neat little buildings in it and a really nice nice place to hike and once you get to the back you can see the the limestone quarries i mean it must be a hundred foot tall back there, and you can see the the raw limestone. So, pretty neat little, uh, pretty neat little day trip in that area. Just, just uh, fascinating the the buildings that this guy put in there, and and these are donations only. The suggested donation for that is two dollars. So it's a pretty inexpensive day trip, other than the gas to get there. But uh, the the city took it over, I think, four or five years ago. The original family. Uh, had passed away and then i think some relatives had it and uh and now the city owns it so it's uh and it's open all year long uh and they have festivals there too they have uh you can see that at the city of fulton the website is cityoffulton.us and it has uh, all the attractions the windmill uh and and the big thing up there like i said is, is heritage canyon and they have Dutch Days the first weekend in May. They have bluegrass festivals. Uh, they have a big fall festival, which I haven't been to, but I, I imagine it's pretty in that uh, in that canyon. And then they have a Christmas walk in December, and, and all that information's on their on their website. But uh, when they have those events, they'll have the early American crafters. Uh, they've had Civil War reenactors, uh, just other historical groups that kind of showcased uh, what life was like in the mid-1800s in that area. So, for a short little day trip if you're in, uh, if you're in eastern Iowa, but uh, quite a bit to see and some interesting stuff. Well, I typed in that sawmill museum, and I'm looking at the, the website, and there's a, there's a little visual tour you can take. So if you guys are listening yeah. to this and you go to that museum, you want to see what Bob's talking about, there's a really nice little uh, museum, or a little... Uh, video that they've got about the museum and it looks like all these events that they've got coming up. So uh, what else is around Clinton where it's a good place to eat while you're up there or uh, any other? Oh, there's, there's all kinds of places to eat in Clinton. And, and unfortunately, we were up there, we took the trip and I, I found the Sawmill Museum when I was looking at Fulton, but we took it when the whole COVID thing started back in 2020. So a lot of the a lot of the Indian establishments were closed, but uh, uh, there, there's all kinds of there's all kinds of places to be in Clinton. It's a nice little river town. Uh, right behind the museum is is the levee, and you can walk up and you know walk down, watch the barges go, and and then they look across the river and see the windmill too. So just uh, just a neat area. Our friend with the Scooby Doo van lives there, Steve. And they have the Clinton Lumber Kings. Who's a short? They, they, they play a short yeah. season. It starts in June now, and they're in the prospect That's right. league. I forgot. So yeah, but, I haven't been to a lot of minor league games. I I need to I need to start doing that. Well, uh, they're in the movie uh, the Lawn the Floor story. 
You ever remember that movie? What, what was the name of it? It was called the Ron LaFleur story. No, I don't, I don't think I've seen that. Ron LaFleur was a guy that was in prison in, in Michigan. And okay. uh, Billy Martin heard about him, went to the prison and looked him over. He was really, really, really fast. So they decided to go ahead and sign him. And then they kind of made an agreement with the prison to let him out early. And they sent him right to Clinton, Iowa. And he plays in Clinton, Iowa. And in, in the movie, the Ron LaFleur story, what is a tremendous movie. Uh, and uh, that same actor, LeVar Burton, plays him. I think he was in Kunta Kinte in the movie Roots. Yeah, it's a great, great movie. It just uh, there was a, a lot of tremendous baseball players that played there. Uh, I've been to the ballpark. There, there's a lot of uh, a lot of movies made in Iowa. You know, the Bridge of the Madison County, and of course, Field of Dreams, and and uh, they're getting ready to screw that up, in my opinion. But that's a that's a, a whole other story. I, I just hate to see they're they're. They're playing a lot seven or eight ball fields and a, a big hotel, and uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it just kills the whole concept of Field of Dreams, a little field in the cornfield. Well, I think and, it's going uh, to create a lot of tourism. And uh, that, I mean, the, it's all because of the success of that major league game that they played there between the White Sox and the Yankees. That was the most watched baseball game in over 12 years. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool to see uh, Cosner coming out of that cornfield. Oh my God, it was! It just had a, a gigantic worldwide audience, and uh, like you say, it was. Uh, I, I think it's going to help. It's going to help Iowa. It's going to help that area. It's going to help with the tourism. They're investing millions of dollars and all those ballparks and uh, bring some players. They're going to the Cubs and the Reds are going to play there this year, so uh, it's going to be. Uh, yeah, I I just remember taking my son there when he was five, and he's close to 40 now, so it was not too long after the movie was made, and we went out on the field and played catch, and, and he still got that ball in a, in a little trophy case uh, in his office, and he's a state trooper now with the state of Illinois, so so it just had some special memories with just a small field, but, you know, the movie's been a long time ago, and, you know, a lot of the current generation probably don't even know what it was and what it represented. And, and the, the original field owner, he, he retired and moved away. So it, it was bound to be commercialized at some point. And I think you're right. When they did that ball game, that was kind of the kind of the beginning of the end of the small field. My guest, uh, Frank Thomas, is a majority uh, shareholder in that field now. Well, we did an interview with, with, uh, with the ownership group. Uh, uh, we worked, The guy we talked to worked for Frank. And, uh, you know, I, we were pretty excited to hear of all the, this massive investment that they're making and they're spending millions of dollars and they're trying to do everything first class. But it seems like to me they are trying to preserve as much of the history of it. You can rent that house. Did you know that? Yeah, I knew that. It was actually, it's been, a bed, it's been a bed and breakfast since the new owners took it over, since the uh, original people sold it. And I never did the tour of the house. I've been on the field a lot. But uh, never, never actually went in the house. And of course, when I was going back in the old days, they were still living there, so they weren't actually here to tour of the house at the time. But, really? but there, there's a lot of neat history in uh, not only history in, in Iowa and a lot of uh, a lot of movies made there. Yeah, it was the first major league game ever in Iowa, and uh, it's going to be a, a tremendous event. That's really going to bring 
people there and they're going to have events all year long. They have speakers come in and, you know, they, they got a grounds crew to take care of everything. So everything will be kept up, you know, and that's been the, the tough thing with a lot of these destinations, you know, after COVID it's just about killed uh, probably half the museums in the country. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. A lot of them actually closed and, and uh, online auctions getting rid of some of their, some of their uh, displays, which is kind of sad because once they're gone in private hands, that's, they're gone. People aren't going to be able to see them anymore. So. Yeah, I'm glad to say. So that's why with the price of gas out there, uh, everybody needs to kind of find some closer trips to take and support our local economy, support our tourism, support our, you know, our industry here, the tourism industry, and to enjoy what there is, uh, what there is around here to do, because there is so much. And I really appreciate you, you letting our listeners know different places they could, affordable trips that they can take this summer. Yeah, I've got a trip coming up, uh, I think the 9th and 10th, I'd have to look at the calendar of June, to Metropolis, Illinois. It's a Superman celebration, and it, it's quite a deal. I'm, I'm taking my, I've got a Gotham City Police Car, which I know you've seen, uh, and I keep adding to it, but I've been invited to bring it down for that celebration, and uh, the actors from Smallville, uh, the TV series, are going to be there, so that should be fun. That's, that's uh second weekend actually in June in Metropolis, Metropolis, Illinois, the home of Superman. So that should be a good, that's not a day trip. That's five hours from where I'm at, but uh, that should be exciting. Maybe we could uh, talk about that when I get back. Well, there, uh, uh, when I was driving a truck, they have a pretty, they're kind of centrally located there for a lot of trucking routes. And I used to stop in there and get gas. And they do have a great big statue of the Superman that I'd seen. Uh, yeah, it's about two stories tall. They, they took it during COVID. They actually, because some of the celebrations were canceled, they took it down and uh, repainted it. It's just beautiful now. I was down there last year. I took my grandson down. And uh, yeah, that's a neat little town, too, right on the Ohio River and uh, across from Paducah, Kentucky. And it's, uh, you know, they, they have a lot of Superman uh, actors have been there off and on over the years from the from the TV shows or from the movies. And then they've got a museum there that, uh, that's got an incredible amount of stuff going back to the Superman of the forties. And, uh, and of course the TV show from, from the fifties, but they, they, it's quite a museum and they're just finishing up the second floor. And I, I think it's going to be open for, uh, for this celebration in June. So kind of anxious to see that too, because, uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of the old stuff. So this, this should be a fun, uh, a fun weekend. Yeah, I'm sure you're going to have a great time down there. You're going to give us a report about that, too? I'll, I'll do it. I'll take some notes, and uh, I think the Wienermobile is going to be there with me, and I can't remember what else, a couple other featured cars. It's not a car show. They're just they're having a, a tent, and it's going to have some featured vehicles in it. Uh, there's a, a semi from one of the movies, and I can't remember which one it was because I hadn't seen it, but they're going to have some neat stuff down there, and, of course, Celebration is all over the town, so... Uh, it, it should be fun. I've never been to one of those before, so it should be a good trip. Well, this has been a great, another great episode. Like I say, every every time we put an episode out, it does better than than the last one. I really feel like this is a, something that's catching on. I think it might be something that's needed. So, uh, anything you didn't get to talk about that you wanted to? No, I don't. 
think so. Check out those websites because there's a lot more information than, than I'm giving you here in a few minutes. But uh, the sawmill one is, is kind of interesting, and I, I need to make another trip up there and, and uh, get inside to see that working windmill because uh, those are pretty neat. I was in the one in Pella, and uh, there's only a few that are actually operational in the United States anymore. So I'm kind of anxious to get in there and see that, too. And I think that's another one. It doesn't open till May, but it's a donation only. So, so very inexpensive when you can find those places. So check them out. It's uh, kind of a nice little area about an hour south of Galena. Well, I'm looking on the website here at the Sawmill Museum, and it says it's just open Tuesday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 6, and Sunday, 1 to 5, and Mondays, 1 to 6. So pretty much every day of the week, it's uh, open partially. Uh, it's uh, $6 now for 13 and up, and $5 for 12 and under, and 3 for uh, 3 and under. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch this video as soon as we're done. Uh, Ira, thank you, Bob. Uh, uh, this has been uh, Round Guy Regional Radio with uh, news you can use that don't give you the blues. Thanks for listening.